0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. I am, uh, I just come back from the gym. It's, uh, I haven't been there in three months. It's, it's very invigorating.
1: Well, that's awesome. Yeah, some things are starting to open up. We had, uh, indoor dining open today as well. We didn't go anywhere for indoor dining, but it's open.
0: Well, we dined indoors at our house.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, what's going on in the news?
1: You tell me um, some information about Disney conservation, working on things at Vero Beach.
0: That's right. This is totally a Cheryl story. Um, Yesterday happened to be National Turtle Day.
1: Oh, I love Uh, the sea turtles. Cheryl loves
0: turtles. And at Vero Beach, uh, Disney, since 2003, has run a program uh, to help turtles in their own backyard along the east coast of Florida. Uh, they have more than 50 cast members contribute their time and expertise annually. And, uh, they've, in the past 17 years, they've documented 17,000 nests from three species and recently celebrated the one millionth baby sea turtle hatched on a five mile stretch of beach. Aww. So there is some video with that, which I will show Cheryl about and she will fawn over it. Yes. And like it. And then we'll put it up on the page. Um, currently they are tracking the green turtle, the leatherback turtle, and the loggerhead turtle.
1: Do you remember when we saw the sea turtle swimming at Cast Wiki? Yes. That was was so awesome. He was big. It was so cool. All right. Um, in Shanghai, it's going to be their fourth anniversary. I hadn't realized they'd been around for only such a short time. Right. Um, and as part of that, they are opening back up their theater shows.
0: They are. They are opening up their Eye of the Storm, Captain Jack's stunt spectacular, and a show called Frozen, a sing-along celebration. Uh, They are also opening the Disney Color Fest, which is a new seasonal show. Awesome. Yeah. Always good to see things reopening.
1: Speaking of things reopening, Hong Kong Disneyland opens on the 18th, so uh, if you are listening to this on Thursday, it is the 18th, and Hong Kong Disneyland is open.
0: That's right. Second park in the world to reopen. And uh, to celebrate, they did post a little video on their version of the – oh, goodness. Magical moments? No, the magical moments for the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah. And – oh, so this is exciting. I guess people who live in the Orlando area know more about Gideon's Bakery – Um, But apparently it's very uh, well-regarded and people really enjoy it. And they are going to be opening one in Disney Springs.
0: That's right. Gideon's Bakehouse is a local award-winning bakery. um, And they are opening up a new location at the landing. Uh, Apparently they're known for their small batch half-pound cookies and cakes. uh, And they like to put their own spin on cookie flavors. Uh, So they are going to be opening soon. No date uh, has been posted Uh, But you can follow them on Instagram at at Gideon's Bakehouse.
1: Awesome. Um, It is National Safety Month, and I'm sure that Disney has something exciting going on uh, to... Uh, I don't think "celebrate" is the word, but to to, observe—that's the word I'm looking for—to observe National Safety Month.
0: You would think, but there actually is nothing exciting, Uh, Uh, really. All they—Why are we talking
1: about this? All
0: they did on the blog was highlight uh, some of their chief medical officers from around the world, as well as Dr. Pamela Heimel, who is the Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chief Medical Officer, and she had some uh, posts earlier during the pandemic about Disney safety. Uh, But this is, once again, just coming to highlight Disney's four keys, Uh, safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency, is that safety is the first key and their top priority. So they just want to remind everyone that they are working with uh, public health organizations and governments and industry groups to uh, promote safe practices while they reopen Disney parks, resorts, and stores worldwide.
1: Very nice. Yes. Yes. Uh, Disney's Magic Moments has put out a new recipe. Uh, they're, I guess, gearing this towards, uh, maybe being something that you might want to make for Father's Day.
0: That's right. Cheryl, uh, finally for once, (laughs) it's an actual recipe. (laughs) It's not just assembling something, uh, but they have posted a recipe from Ohana, which uh, is a restaurant at the Polynesian Village Resort, and it is for their honey coriander chicken wings.
1: Those are so good. Those are one of the little appetizers Mm -hmm. they serve you before dinner.
0: So the recipe is here for the chicken wings as well as the honey wing sauce.
1: Very nice. We might have to check that out. And
0: we will post, uh, is there a video? No, it looks like it's just a recipe.
1: Perfect. I prefer that. I don't want to have to listen to a whole video and then have to sit there, what, and like write it down? Right. Yep, just give me the recipe. All right. All right, um, Disney Advanced Dining Reservations are getting ready to reopen.
0: That's right. Only if you're a resort guest, though. Okay. So you have to have a confirmed resort reservation for arrivals between June 22nd and July 10th. Uh, That reservation window opens today, Thursday, June 18th. Um, Unlike normal, uh, these reservations have to be called in to the Disney Reservation Center, which you can reach at 407-824-1391.
1: Is that WDW Dine?
0: I believe it is.
1: Remember when we used to call WDW Dine? I know. It was like such a thing. At like 8. All in the, the time. 7 in the morning. Yeah, because you couldn't do it online.
0: Yep. So
1: once again, you can't do it online.
0: Or if you have a travel agent like uh, that guy Tony from Main Street and More Travel, he yep. can book your dining for you.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, So that's pretty cool. I wonder, are they telling people which restaurants are open or is everything open?
0: There is a list. Uh, I think we talked about it last week. There were only certain restaurants that were open. Uh, I think there's going to be, I don't know, there's, there's, yeah, there's a list. there's There's, a list. There's a list out there.
1: That's what I was asking. Um, And then Disney World has added mobile check-in for table service dining.
0: Yep, through the My Disney Experience app. Uh, in order to minimize person-to-person contact, uh, you can uh, check in for your dining reservations on your smartphone. And then when you get there, you can scan a code to access a digital menu. So they're trying to make it as touchless as possible.
1: Perfect. Um, Disney has begun modifying passholder expiration dates, as
0: promised. Yep. Uh, the news here is they're, they're just following through with what they said they would do. Uh, so approximately it's a four-month extension from March 16th through July 11th. So if you have paid in full, uh, the new expiration date will be uh, reflected prior to the reopening of the parks. If you're on the monthly payment plan, uh, expiration dates will not be extended and will expire on their regularly uh, scheduled expiration dates if you have uh, held up payments. So it it depends if you're on the payment plan or if you're just paid in full. Right, right.
1: Okay. Um, And then there were some unofficial screenshots uh, out and about on the internet for the reservation system that we're waiting for.
0: Yeah, it looks like the Disneyland version of the reservation system has been uh, screen captured and put out there. And, uh, you know, it's definitely the end of park hopping because they're only for one park per day. And it just shows your reservation party and it shows... Uh, who in your party has tickets, and then each person you can reserve up to a party of four. So if you're a family of five, I don't know how you do it, Um, but you have a maximum of a party of four that you can reserve your park time for. You do get a confirmation number. You can also opt to have that confirmation number emailed to you, and then you have the option to cancel your reservation. Reservations have to be canceled by 11.59 the day before, and if there's small print on the bottom that says if you are a no-show for three reservations in 90 days, you will be unable to make new reservations for the next 30 days.
1: Okay, fair enough. Well, it's it's um, going to be interesting to see how that. And that's gets all really speculations, you know. It this is, is uh, it's still in the trial period, so um, nothing set in stone there. Um, Disney Plus has had some new releases. What are those?
0: That's right. So coming up in July. Uh, we know the big release on July 3rd is uh, Hamilton, uh, the Broadway showing with the original cast. Uh, but we've got other shows that are coming up uh, throughout the month. Uh, the Mighty Ducks is finally coming uh, to Disney+. Plus. Uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story will be coming to Disney+. Uh, Plus. They're going to have a pre-opening report from Disneyland, which I think is interesting. Uh, they've got some Mouseketeer specials. Uh, they've got some older Disney stuff. Uh, coming out which uh, I've kind of uh, been following They're pretty interesting. and the premier Muppets uh, premier episode of Muppets Now, which is their new Disney plus six episode series. So lots of lots of good stuff coming up next month.
1: Very good. Um, and we had talked a while ago about the princess bridal dresses that were supposed to come out and they have finally debuted.
0: Yeah, I think it was back in February or, or January. They, they put out a couple pictures. Uh, these were supposed to debut during fashion, bridal fashion week in April. Uh, but of course, the COVID-19 put that on the back burner. Um, these bridal dresses are from... Um, Allure is the name of the company. It is their fairy tale wedding collection. The gowns come in sizes from zero to 30, and nine of them range in the price from $1,200 to $2,600. And then the platinum collection is $3,500 to $9,500. Uh, each dress features detachable accessories and sparkling embroidery. Uh, they will be available in 81 different bridal salons across North America and Puerto Rico, while the Platinum Collection will be exclusively sold at Kleinfeld Bridal in New York and Toronto. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so I don't know I if, wonder
1: which ones are going to be exclusive.
0: I don't know if you... Uh, I think that... Uh, the one it, that the, I like? The, the Snow White one or the They're beautiful. One? They are
1: really beautiful. The Cinderella one is gorgeous. Um, I think there was...
0: Going. There was one. The oh,
1: the the. the yeah. There's a Snow White one, really beautiful. Um, but the Aurora one has this like cape that fits over the top, and then has a long train that comes down over the back. It's absolutely gorgeous. These are beautiful dresses. I would just want to get married all over again so I can wear one. Oh, well, that
0: can be arranged.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so if we get married all over again, we cannot go on an Adventures by Disney trip for our second honeymoon.
0: That is right. Right now, Adventures by Disney has canceled all of their trips through August 31st. Um, That has me a little worried because I was looking on the Cruise Line site the other day and they had some cruises. It looked like the first available cruises were July 31st uh, and into August. Uh, I went back yesterday and I couldn't access any cruises. Um, And Bob Chapek had stated that the Cruise Line is going to be the last business segment to be back uh, operational and now canceling Adventures by Disney through August makes me think that we won't see the cruise line back until at least September. If, you know, if, if it's true to his word, then Adventures by Disney has to come back prior to the cruise line.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that sort of plays into our next story here uh, where Disney Cruise Line is still working to get some crew home. Right. And if, you know, if they're working to get crew home, it sounds like they're not ready to be reopening no. at any time. No. There's been, I think, some, some outbreaks of COVID on the ships, right?
0: right? Yeah, uh, uh, it was about a month ago. We mentioned that the dream um, the dream and the magic, the magic went over to Europe to drop a bunch of people off and the dream and the fantasy were cruising around the Caribbean uh, and the Baham- Bahamas to drop crew off. Uh, well, the wonder has finally joined them. Uh, the wonder had been out on the West Coast but actually made an unscheduled Panama Canal crossing and both the fantasy and the wonder we're recently in Barbados at the same time to drop off crew. Um, so right now the CDC has a color-coded system uh, that, is, uh, pl- that applies to crew. And a green status means that they've had no COVID-19 cases for 28 days. Uh, red means there has been one, at least one case within the past 28 days. Um, so right now the Fantasy is the only Disney ship with a green status. The Wonder and the Dream have a provisional red status, which means they have one case. The Magic is in Europe and is not being reviewed by the CDC. So yeah. we, we don't know what the status of They could of be that
1: infested is. over there. Who knows? Right.
0: Um, so as I mentioned, the Dream and Wonder dropped off crew in Barbados. They dropped off several hundred crew members. Four hundred of them boarded chartered flights, while another two hundred and sixty-two flew on British Airways. Uh, the problem right now is that Disney is waiting for approval from the CDC to fly the crew members home using commercial travel,
1: mm.
0: and that's why they're they're taking so long. Right, but it's going to be tough. You know, now these people are going home. Here it is. It's the middle of June. When do they get called back? You know, it doesn't sound like they're getting called back anytime really, soon. No. Of course, there's not as much upkeep on the ship as there is at the parks, you know.
1: Yeah, right, to bring people. I mean, once they bring them back, they don't really have to do much to get things up and running. Right. I'm, I'm sure they've got enough of a skeleton crew that they'll be keeping on that everything will be um, as it was left. So. Yep. All okay. right. Um, menu and price changes are taking place at Walt Disney World restaurants uh, before they open.
0: Yeah, of course. Prices are going up. Um Oh, so the article says that there have been 47 price increases and eight decreases. Um, You know, Disney's got to make that money up somehow. Uh, that they've lost over the past three months. And this
1: is, you know what, it's no different. If they were going along making a bajillion dollars a day and they nothing had changed. Up. I mean, they've been going right. up. They just go up every, like, what, six months? Right. There's the, another story about that they went up.
0: The difference is now a Mickey bar costs $18. It does not stop. No.
1: But I mean, you know, we're not that far from it. And But I would just, it's, I don't think that the closing and the lo- the lack of Disney making money has anything to do with it. Disney is always looking to make as much money as they can on mm-hmm. everything. Um, whether or not they need it. So, you know, this is uh, just the next increase that they can think they can get away with.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there have been just a ton of menu changes. A lot of menus have lost items and and a good percentage of items. We're not just talking losing a salad or losing, you know, the gnocchi uh, plate. Uh, You know, we're talking restaurants losing... Uh, 15, 20 items off of their menus. Yeah, probably a third to a half of their menus.
1: Um, That may be related to sort of what's going on. You know, are they having trouble sourcing some of this stuff? Are they going to have to operate at um, smaller um, occupancy? So, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to have as many people moving through there. Do you maybe need to offer less dishes, um, you know, just to not have food going, you know, going to waste and getting spoiled? Due to less people. I don't know. Right. All right. So we know that the NBA is actually coming to Disney World. And now we have found out some information on where they might be staying.
0: We have. Uh, there are 22 teams that are going to be playing uh, their playoffs at Walt Disney World. And each team is going to be bringing 35 people. Uh, they are going to be staying at the Grand Destino Resort at Coronado Springs. Grand Destino Tower. Sorry. Uh, Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And the... Uh, What was the third hotel? The Yacht Club. The Yacht Club. Because I already shut the story because we actually had an issue recording this. Uh, They're going to have access to uh, VIP concierge, pools, uh, barber, manicurist, pedicurist. They will be getting uh, uh, exclusive movies. Rumor has it they're going to get to see Black Widow before it's released to the public later this year. They will have access to ping pong, lawn games. And uh, sounds like a fun time.
1: Yeah, real party.
0: However, they will not be allowed to enter the parks. Players who exit the bubble uh, of security uh, will be faced with a 10 to 14 day quarantine, as well as uh, a loss of financial compensation for games missed. Uh, Once the first round of the playoffs is over, each team will be able to request up to an additional 17 rooms for family members, which uh, will be paid for out of the players' pockets.
1: Okay, fair enough. Uh, Let's move on to Universal. They debuted uh, a new stunt
0: show. Yeah, the uh, new Born Stuntacular is a multimedia stage show, uh, essentially a stunt show. It right now is in technical rehearsal, which is their term for a soft opening. Um, It replaces the Terminator attraction that used to be in the Universal Studios Park. And uh, it's uh, a mix of real and virtual actors.
1: Okay. Uh, it
0: utilizes a 130 foot wide, 28 foot tall screen, uh, but there are actual sets involved, and there is fi- there are fight, uh, fight fists, fist fights, flames, chase scenes, gunplay, dangling from the ceilings. Uh, it's all choreographed. The show is about 20 minutes long, and it's based on the movie series uh, of Jason Bourne, played by Matt Damon. Very cool. I yeah. love those movies.
1: Yeah. Um, SeaWorld not doing so great as far as paying some bills.
0: Yeah, they're not. SeaWorld is behind uh, on millions of dollars of construction projects, including their new Iron Guazi and Icebreaker roller coasters, Uh, so much so that in Orange County, Florida alone, vendors have filed 56 liens, totaling about $16 million since April. Uh, The contracts uh, are having issues at other SeaWorld properties, including Tampa and California, Um, You know, SeaWorld has been saying that these rides and attractions are part of its mission to grow attendance because they want to take the focus off of the uh, sea life and the animals, Um, but they are falling behind. Obviously, the pandemic halted construction on these new rides, which are supposed to bring people in. Uh, SeaWorld does admit that they have fallen behind on some bills and say that they are working to catch up now that parks are open. Uh, one company, which is building the Iron Gwazi roller coaster, uh, filed a lien for $3.5 million out of $9 million it said it was owed. Um, so yeah, they are not having, uh, some good times or having some fiscal issues there. That sucks.
1: Yeah. Um, and then over at Port Canaveral, even though cruises are not running, that did not stop construction on a new cruise terminal, uh, for a Carnival ship. And it looks like it's just about ready.
0: That's right. Uh, Terminal 3, which is a $163 million project. It's a 188,000 square foot terminal with an 1800 garage. It is going to host... Uh, the Carnival Mardi Gras, which is going to be the largest ship in their fleet when it debuts. Uh, the Mardi Gras is expected to arrive in Port Canaveral in November. Uh, and until then, the C- Carnival Liberty uh, might be using the terminal throughout the summer.
1: Yeah, if anyone's cruising. If anyone <laughs> which they won't be. so Very good. Yeah.
0: So that's the news. Until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.